0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of If You Smell What The Arch Is Cooking. This is episode 47, and we are here for a two-parter, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You will get part one today, which will cover NXT's Stand and Deliver pay-per-view on Saturday afternoon during WrestleMania weekend. And then you will get part of WrestleMania day one Saturday Part 2 will then give you the remainder of WrestleMania Part 1 and all of WrestleMania Day 2 Sunday. Now, you will be listening to this on Thursday evening. I want to thank you guys for joining me as always, and I thank you for continuing to put up with my dribble at times. (laughs) But uh, we are here, as I said, to talk about a very special weekend. It was WrestleMania weekend. It just passed. And let me tell you, There were bumps, there were bruises, there were tears, there were laughs, and there were a couple of oofs, to quote my uh, friend, Nate Maxson. Um, So there are no quick hits this week, and there are definitely nothing that is grinding my gears, although you never know, I might just spout off at the top, but not during this episode. Uh, A lot went on this weekend with the um, Hall of Fame, the Steiner Brothers uh, induction was great, I just wish Scotty would have been Scotty more, but I guess he didn't want to hurt anything that the signers still have in the WWE, aka Braun Breaker, his nephew. Um, Vader's induction was great with his son and his wife. Shad Gaspard getting the Warrior Award was unbelievable, seeing his young son that Shad saved, um, and in his passing, uh, and his wife um, Queen Charmel was okay. Um, and then, of course the one-hour monologue that was The Undertaker's speech, which got me teary-eyed twice, ladies and gentlemen. That man knows how to talk, whether he's the dead man or whether he's Mark Calloway. God bless you, Undertaker. Thank you for all of your time spent in the ring. Thank you for everything you've ever done in the world of professional wrestling. Thank you, Taker. With that being said... Go ahead and pop open your favorite frosty beverage. Kick back and listen to me spew my venom, my hate, and my love for the WrestleMania weekend that was just passed. NXT Stand and Deliver. Incredible opening pa- video package that highlights everything that's happened in the last two months in NXT. W video, except no substitute. And we go right to our opening match, which is a North American title ladder match. And this highlighted five of the best that NXT has to offer right now. You got Carmelo Hayes, Cameron Grimes, um, Grayson Waller, uh, Santos Escobar, and uh, Solo Sequoia. Interesting choice to open up the show, but it didn't disappoint. Five of the best that NXT has to offer, as I said, went into a human demolition derby. Grimes and Escobar stood out the most, but Solo Sequoia showed he had heart. That young man, in my opinion, is the future of any WWE brand, whether it be NXT, Raw, or SmackDown. The latter spot with Grayson Waller looks sickening, and I think the young man may have actually broken his arm. But it was unbelievable. I think he's our new Jeff Hardy, ladies and gentlemen. And in the end, after a grueling 25 minutes of back and forth action, ladder spots, finishing moves, you name it, Cameron Grimes reached up, making his promise to his father finally fulfilled. Your winner and new North American champion, Cameron Grimes, I am ecstatic about this. Although anyone who would have won this match would have been a great North American champion. Let's let's face it, Carmelo Hayes has held it down for the last four months uh grayson waller adding you know that that title to him would have given him more to boast about and be more egotistical escobar getting the belt back would have proven that it wasn't a fluke the first time and sequoia might have started to cement himself early but the background that they gave us with cameron grimes making the promise to his dad and everything that he had riding on this show they just made it more special congratulations to cameron grimes I hope you have a lengthy title reign, and I hope you take the North American title to the moon. We then go to D'Angelo De-, De Niro and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I wasn't behind this feud because of my dislike for D'Angelo, but they delivered. I have to say it, folks. Hard-hitting shots from Tommaso Ciampa, including his fairy tale ending, but D'Angelo kicked out. Tony D hit a DDT on the outside, which got Ciampa very dreamy-eyed. He went for the crowbar a couple of times, but it just, I don't know, it just wasn't, you know, the referee was always around. I guess they didn't want to let it end on a you know, a BS move like the crowbar did ahead. D'Angelo then hit a big boot and picked up a huge win in 15 minutes uh, after, and he beats the face of NXT, in my opinion. Tomasa Ciampa was NXT black and gold, still throwing through. And through. Uh, this was a 15-minute banger both guys proving that they belong, whether it's in NXT or on the main roster. In my opinion, Ciampa definitely belongs on the main roster. But he just doesn't, hasn't wanted to go just yet. Um, the thing that I, I thought was telling was post-match. Seeing Triple H come out and congratulate Thomas. So Ciampa says it all. The heart of NXT is leaving uh, to the main brand. And in my opinion, it's going to make whatever main brand show he goes to better. Tommaso Ciampa versus The Miz, Ciampa versus Cody or KO or Rollins, or you throw him on SmackDown and you got Ciampa versus guys like Apollo Cruz and, um, you know, Finn Balor, so many other great athletes on Raw and on SmackDown. I wish him well, and I hope that they push him as hard as humanly possible. Seeing Triple H Give him that thank you, it proves to me that he is still a Triple H guy, and I hope that that pays off in the end. We then go to tag team action, a six-man triple threat match. The Creed Brothers versus Imperium versus MSK for Imperium's tag team titles. What a triple threat match. Imperium showed us what a well well-doid traditional tag team looks like. The Creed Brothers were fantastic and proved they'll be a big-name tag team in the future, and MSK, well... They went from underdogs to the top of the card real quick. The cannonball spot by Julius Creed had me laughing and, and screeching out like a mark. Um, it was unbelievable. Uh, the amazing double team powerbomb by MSK was executed perfectly. Uh, and after a grueling 20 minutes, your winner and new NXT Tag Team Champions, MSK, getting back their gold. Um, They are a great young tag team. I liked them when they were the Rascals in uh, Impact, and I think that they do a great job in NXT. There's been a couple of um, stories surrounding Nash Carter um, that I won't go completely into, but apparently with the abuse of a woman about a year ago, she's just come out now. I hope they are untrue. But if they are true, then the NXT needs to act quickly and um, reprimand this young man as quickly as possible. In any indication, uh, I think the Creed Brothers are due for a tag team title run very soon. And I think that Walter and Imperium deserve to be called up very, very, very quickly. We then see highlights of the NXT Women's Tag Team Title match, but I'm confused. When did this, ma- this match happen? Because... I was watching the WWE Network all day today, and I never saw it on. Um, I didn't notice anything during the pre-show or anything like that. In any case, Raquel and Dakota got the win and are the new NXT Tag Team Champions for the women's division. Great for them. I like Toxic Attraction. I hope they'll get the belts back or at least get a title match, a rematch sooner rather than later. Um, I'm just confused as to why this was not on the main show. And then we go to... Mandy Rose defending her women's title against uh, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kylie Rae. Um This was booked as about, uh, you know, by pains, by numbers, as it gets. Um, you know, it was booked as best of the Fatal Four ways you can get. And I mean that in a good way. Because it was a typical throw two people out of the ring and two people stay in. Kylie Ray was vicious and cunning and showed it here. Io Shirai is a technical wizard. And Cora Jade needs more time, in my opinion. The youngster looks great. But she still has a little more seasoning. I'm um, glad that she's had two title uh, you know, title shots, but I'm happy they didn't put the gold on her just yet. Mandy Rose is the perfect chicken shit heel and kept jumping in when least expected. One miscommunication later, and Mandy Rose got the win and retained her women's title, your winner, and still NXT women's champion, Mandy Rose. So Toxic Attraction still has some power uh in NXT. Backstage, we see that Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis beat Parada and Duke Hudson for, uh, Duke Hudson for the uh, sexiest couple in NXT. I'm glad they didn't draw this out. It wasn't done during the live show. Keep it backstage. One, two, three, and here we go. I'm thinking it's going to lead to a, um, you know, uh, one of those mixed tags matches, uh, and probably then a one on one match between Duke and Dexter. That's fine with me. I have no problem with that. And then we go to the ring for Walter, uh, taking on L.A. Knight. Uh, L.A. Knight and Walter make their respective way to the rings. Yes, Walter, because I will not call him anything else. Um, the best fight I've seen since um, Dragunov here given to Walter by L.A. Knight uh, was bound for bound, a knockdown, down drag-out fight. Although Walter hit Knight with an impressive splash and a chop after chop after chop. Knight fought back night hit everything he could except for the gravy train which is his finisher um he tried everything he could against a much bigger walter but walter being who he is in the end hit his massive power bomb and got the win a very good matchup here uh technically sound while also being a brawl good on by both of these guys very 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 good matchup then we see highlights of the Dolph ziggler braun breaker feud and what's happened uh breaker was the nxt women oh nxt champion and uh niggler beat him for it three weeks ago and while i did not agree with that choice i'm like well <laughs> if this leads to broad breakers um nxt stand and deliver moment uh during wrestlemania weekend so be it and for 25 minutes these two went back and forth and threw everything they had at one another Breaker used pure power, hit his Steiner line multiple times. The challenger had Ziggler beat multiple times, but Bobby Roode kept getting involved. Breaker had to hit a senton to the outside to take out both champion and Bobby Roode and get Roode away from the ring. Um, But in the end, Ziggler raked the eyes out of nowhere and beat Braun Breaker after a quick super kick to remain the NXT champion. Your winner, and although I may not agree with it, and still NXT champion, Dolph Ziggler um it was a great main event though whatever you want to say I know I don't like Dolph Ziggler in this position but he's really having great matches with Braun Breaker um this was a great NXT pay-per-view um by far one of the better shows I've seen from them in quite a while they always deliver on pay-per-view though so I won't put them down for that and this was an incredible way to jumpstart Saturday uh for Wrestlemania weekend Uh, We saw that on Friday, uh, we had uh, uh, SmackDown, WrestleMania SmackDown, which had the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and um, yeah, it was won by uh, Madcap Moss, don't know why, Uh, you had guys like, you know, Cesaro and the Big Show win it at first, and even Baron Corbin, and then you have a guy like Madcap Moss win it, okay, Um, and then of course, as I mentioned, the Hall of Fame earlier, um, so this was a great way to kick off Saturday's shows. If I had to give NXT a grade, it would be five out of five because there wasn't one bad match on this card. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six matches on this card, and there wasn't one bad match. A uh, couple of slow segments in the backstage area, but nothing terrible. So nothing to like be upset about in any way shape or form um very good nxt show i hope this continues into tuesday but i guess we have to wait and see but my promise will not go uh, undone i said that if nxt continues to put on a good product until wrestlemania then i will continue to watch them and do them on the weekly show here on if you smell what the art is cooking however i said if they continue to produce bad product and everything sucks well then i'm dropping them from the show well NXT, congratulations, you've still got my interest, I'm enjoying your product, so I will continue to watch you and review you here on the show. That now brings us to WrestleMania 38, Night 1 Saturday. I don't know who they had sing the National Anthem, but he massacred that. It was bad. I'm sorry to say if I'm offending anybody, but that young man could not sing, and I heard something about him being a Grammy winner or multi-platinum recording star if that's the case we need to reevaluate who we give multi-platinum uh recording star uh status to in any indication Wrestlemania is opened up by the Usos and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the um Smackdown titles and this was a decent opener but I kept feeling like this match could have happened on Smackdown it just didn't have a mania feel to it and it was dominated by the Usos which is fine because they're a dominant tag team, but you built up Nakamura and Boog so hard, how do you have them just get dominated the whole matchup? Boog's injury was sick to watch. He will be out at least eight months. I wish him a speedy recovery, and I hope that he comes back at 100% even better than ever. The Usos get the win and retain their tag team titles. Your winners and still, and uh, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, Jimmy and Jay, the Usos. Interesting to see the continued push of the Usos here, ladies and gentlemen. Here's why. The week before they um, won the tag team titles, Jimmy was hit with a DUI again. It was his third, I believe. And to see that WWE handed him the tag team titles a week later and have continued to push him, uh, you know, with a rocket on his back. I understand Roman's the world champion, but let's face it, you could have put any tag team with Roman Reigns. It didn't have to be the Usos. Maybe that's just my opinion. Uh, I'm tired of the belt constantly getting passed, though, between the Usos and the New Day. I'm hoping that with new tag teams like Ridge Holland, Sheamus, and Butch, (laughs) and a few other guys being put together, as well as new superstars coming down the pipeline, we may get a new chance at a new champion somewhere down the line. Our next matchup on the card is Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin. And again, I had the same feeling in this one. It just didn't have a WrestleMania feel to it. I mentioned that during last week's uh, preview of WrestleMania and my predictions for it as well, that I just didn't feel this match belonged on the card. It was a thrown together feud and it just didn't need to be there. But um, McIntyre deserved more than this, in my opinion, considering he held down Raw during the whole no fans pandemic time period as World Heavyweight Champion. I hope this is the ending of this feud because they have no chemistry, in my opinion, And Corbin and McIntyre here, just like two guys, kind of like just beating the hell out of each other for no damn reason. McIntyre hit the Claymore, got the win in about 12 minutes. No fuss, no muss. But like I said, maybe they should have thought better of their WrestleMania card as a whole, rather than rushing it to, um, you know, put so many matches on the card. I don't know. That's just me. We then go to the mysterios taking on the Miz and uh logan paul um you know how i feel about celebrities at wrestlemania and um logan paul definitely is one of them uh but he surprised me here um i i i can't believe i'm going to say this but dominic and logan paul were highlights of this match both showed like they've been training For this match, like, they've gotten better in the ring. Dominic Mysterio, you belong on the WWE roster now. And Logan Paul, just like Bad Bunny last year, you proved me wrong. You actually showed you can get in the ring and and do some stuff there. Ray and Miz went back and forth perfectly and showed why they got their spot on Mania. Um, uh, The one thing that kind of, like, made no sense whatsoever was they were boasting about Logan Paul wearing a $1 million Pikachu one-of-one one card around his neck to come to the ring, Um and that he had just bought it uh, over the last couple of days during a private sale. Is that what WrestleMania has really come to, though? I mean, I don't know. It just, it just seemed like such an odd thing for him to wear, but then again, also to wear it to the ring and for them to boast about it. Some people don't know what to do with their money, ladies and gentlemen. In any case... um We saw great back-and-forth action. We saw a double 619 on Logan Paul. But The Miz and Paul picked up the win, which actually surprised me. They get the win here. And then post-match, why the heck did The Miz turn on Logan Paul? What the fuck's going on here? Are we now going to see a feud between Miz and Logan? Or was just this a way to get Logan off TV and not have to say too much about it the next night on Raw? Weird, if you ask me. Weird, weird, weird. We then go to one of the matches I was absolutely looking forward to, uh, Bianca Belair challenging Becky Lynch for the uh, women's title. Everything about the match had mania written all over it. The entrances, the wardrobes, the action in the ring. Becky's entrance was great. She kind of gave off a Lady Gaga feel in her look. Um, And then you had Bianca Belair come out to that. I think it was 40 people or 50 people in a marching band from uh, Texas State University. Um, unbelievable. Two great women's wrestlers coming to the ring, and Becky and Bianca weren't being paid by the hour here, folks, because they fought back and forth hard and they kept trying to get the pin early on. Counter for counter, counter, and move for move. These two women had an incredible match. At one point, it looked like Becky had it one with a, uh, a manhandle slam, Bianca kicked down. Bianca went for the um, KOD. Becky found a way out of it. Bianca hit an incredible 450 splash. I don't know many men that could hit it that perfectly. Congratulations on that one. At the 25-minute mark, though, they counted each other's finishers. Bianca finally caught Becky in the KOD and hit it. Your winner and new Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, gets back her steam from Becky Lynch from SummerSlam. Becky Lynch rolls to the outside floor and is crying hysterically, having this week lost her hair and her belt. But she can always go home to her beautiful baby girl and her husband, Seth freaking Rollins. Bianca, congratulations. Incredible WrestleMania moment. I enjoyed this one completely. And then we go to our next matchup, ladies and gentlemen. We get the whole spiel about how Seth Rollins wanted to be at Mania. He kept missing out. He kept going through all the motions, trying to get there, to do a talk show, get in the match with Edge. It was to no avail, and Vince McMahon finally put him in a match with an unknown opponent. Seth Rollins came out, and I don't thought it could have been anybody that would have been his opponent here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It could have been The Fiend. It could have been Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. Hell, it could have even been The Undertaker, but no. The rumors were true, and Cody Rhodes has returned home to the WWE. He's left AEW completely, and he has signed a multi-year contract with the WWE. His entrance was phenomenal in front of 78,000 fans. He smiled. He looked like he wanted to cry. He did a fantastic job in that ring. Um, They had, in my opinion, the best match of the night. Um, it's probably one of the best matches I've watched in a long time, uh, in the WWE. I'm going to be honest with you here. That wasn't on NXT. Let's, let's, let's call us made us made here, folks. The bump on the outside with Seth Powerbomb and Cody into the barricade was unbelievable. And seeing Cody pay homage to his dad with the jabs and bionic elbow was truly a, a surreal WrestleMania moment. Um... And it was a dream, Uh, pun intended on that one. Cody hit what I believe was the fourth Crossroads in total for the match and got the win in 25 minutes. What an incredible moment. Uh, Seth Rollins did a fantastic job. The pedigree hit, the powerbomb onto the barricade, like I mentioned. Great person to put Cody in the ring with on his first match back, especially at WrestleMania cody rhodes is now back he cut an amazing promo on monday Night raw uh i won't get into that though because it's not about monday Night raw but i will say that i was in shock to think that cody rhodes would walk away from the company that he helped start in AEW, come back to the wwe but if he is going to get pushed and if we are one day going to see the american nightmare as the wwe champion then i'm all for this ladies and gentlemen once again, welcome home to the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes, you deserve it. And on to the last match that we will talk about here on this episode on If You Smell What the Orange Is Cooking. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. We again got an entire look back at their feud dating back to a few years back when Charlotte replaced Becky Lynch after Becky had her orbital bone and nose broken by, Charlotte, uh, by Ronda Rousey um and then these two both make amazing entrances this was an absolute fight though from bell to bell a couple of times it looked like ronda rousey took charlotte's head off with the knee strike that she was landing the queen hit back and hit hard with a big boot and a continued amount of explosive suplexes on the outside i thought rousey had it won more than once especially when she finally locked in the armbar but charlie connected with one last big boot Taking out Ronda Rousey, which I would have liked to have seen it end in a submission, but I'm not picking. And The big boot comes from out of nowhere. Gets the pin after a grueling 20-minute match. Your winner and still SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Now, I think that Ronda deserved to win the title here. I have to be honest with you. I love Charlotte Flair. I think she's a great woman. Uh, representative of the Women's Championship. But Charlotte has been in the women's top tier for the last five years. It's time to give somebody else a shot. If Becky was willing to lose her title to Bianca Belair, I think Charlotte should have been willing to lose her title to Ronda Rousey. And then I think that Flair should have switched to Raw. Becky to SmackDown. Let Charlotte feud with Bianca. Let Bianca beat Charlotte soundly. Let Becky fight Ronda for the SmackDown title. I don't care who goes over there, whether it's Becky or Ronda. And then you let Charlotte and Becky kindly, softly leave the women's title division alone for a little while. But that's just me. In any case, both women's singles matches were fantastic. The Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes match was absolutely fantastic. Mysterio's versus Logan Paul and Miz was good. And yes, I mentioned the first two matches, which really felt like they were out of place and shouldn't have been on a WrestleMania. But that's okay. We all need an undercard, right? No big deal. In any case, in any indication, this was a great start to WrestleMania night one. Everything that we saw, everything that we did, everything that came up to this point has been fantastic. On part two of the show, we're going to talk about the KO, and st- sh- the KO show featuring Stone Cold Steve Austin and the entire night two card and everything that went down in that. So I want to thank you guys for joining me here. I want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to If You Smell What The Arch Is Cooking. And I want to thank you for being here for the entire WrestleNet Radio family. Um, I will be back this next show for part two. We'll be airing this Sunday. So you'll have this one on Thursday, as I said. Listen to it throughout for the next few days. Sunday on our regular time slot, part two will come out. And then I'll explain to you a little something on part two uh, that's going to be happening as well. So again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Have a great evening, and I will see you next time on if you smell la, 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 ow, what the arch is looking